Welcome back to the Sideline Sports Podcast. I'm Max. I'm Vinny. Um, so today, actually a couple hours ago, Freddie Kitchens was officially announced Cleveland Browns head coach, which is very exciting. I think he said all the right things. And uh, I don't know, I'm pretty fired up to see what he can do as our head coach. I think Dorsey trusts him, and which was cool. I know Dorsey said um, he really liked how he called plays in the preseason game against the Lions, and that was kind of like the first time that he saw him. Like, okay, this guy maybe can be I – mean, I don't know if he thought maybe this guy could be a head coach, maybe an offensive coordinator, but, hey, this guy is something to watch. Right. And I think that, like, gives more, like, credibility to the hire than saying, like, oh, he's been good for, like, eight games. Like, he was on, like, the radar – like from a preseason game, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they kind of took notice that. to that. So I think that's one good thing. And then they also announced they hired. Um, they're hiring. I think it's Todd Monkin, if I pronounce it right, from 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 the from the from the Buccaneers, who was actually think talked about the head candidate. Buccaneers have had a pretty good offense, and um, it might be like a one year rental kind of deal because if he was getting head coach looks this year, he might get head coach looks next year. But if you get an experienced guy like that that can like go from a head coach or from an offensive coordinator to just being in just kind of like a parallel switch right? where he's not even calling plays. I think, um, and he said he's going to learn Freddie's system. I think mm-hmm. he's kind of doing this and gets more experience and so maybe he's a better head coaching candidate. I think he's a good hire. And then we hired a former head coach. I mean, he was only head coach for a year with the Cardinals, but uh, Wilkes as a defensive coordinator. I think it's more experienced. I like these hires because they're guys that have been there, done that, where Kitchens isn't a guy that's been there, done that. So I think you – because, like, I heard talks that Lind, Ryan Lindsley or whatever was going to be the offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. But he's, like, another inexperienced guy that kind of yeah, just does true. what Freddie does, where right. now we're getting two people that can kind of bounce off ideas off each other right. instead of, like, follow the leader type. And Lindley is the QB coach, which I like. Right. They're at least, like, the coordinators are now either qualified or overqualified technically. Yeah. You have guys that have been – previously been coordinators and or head coaches so like that's that's ideal in that situation especially when you have a young first-time head coach who never yeah. even been a coordinator for an entire season yeah um so do you think uh going forward like you said you'd like to hire yeah I'd... kitchens you like the staff i guess in general you think it's gonna like help yeah him well you think he's gonna be like a long-term solution in cleveland i, I believe so i hope so kitchens I and baker are gonna be the next uh brady belchick I don't know. I think that's a whole. I think that'll never be, never happen again. We'll touch on that when we yeah. get to the games. But another thing is, we hired Minnesota's special teams coach, who has done been there for eight years, done a great job. They wanted him back, but I think he's just transferring, wanted something new, something better, something where they aren't yeah. trapped by an overpaid quarterback. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Um, lastly, um, oh Wilkson, he was the defensive coordinator in Carolina when they had a good. That, that run as a good defense. They were like sixth. Actually, might have been only there for one or two years, but I know they were like sixth-ranked um, defense in the league. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And they were always just – you looked at them as a defensive team. I know they have a defensive head coach with Rob mm-hmm. Rivera. But that's, and then I've, I've kind of heard the Browns link to free agent Thomas Davis, who was just released because that was kind of like Wilkes guy in Carolina. He's the leader of their defense. Get him in for they Collins. They for Collins. But it's another older player, but – the way, like, Tom, I don't know if you saw, like, Thomas released that, like, video of how, yeah. like, he was so upset about losing and he wanted to do it. I don't know. He seems like a good character guy that maybe you could bring in. He could be the perfect guy that come in and bring him in to, like, I mean, you have Showburn. Yeah. You have Showburn Kirksey. He's kind of, like, your experienced leader mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah, for sure. If, yeah. Which I could see happening. I mean, um, like, the whole thing about rookie quarterbacks or old quarterbacks that yeah. are good enough to be paid a lot of money, like, next three years is their window. So, yeah, definitely makes sense. 
Um, one other, I guess we'll talk about it in a bit, but I guess let's look and lead into it. We it. talked about on last week's podcast. We talked about the quarterback, the Matt Ryan line, where you have to be paid. Yes. Over this, if you're this good, or you don't want to pay your quarterback at if all. He's, if he's better than Matt Ryan, yeah. you can pay them and still win a Super Bowl. If they're worse than Matt Ryan, you're not going to be able to pay them. So a Super Bowl. of the quarterbacks in the playoffs, like the six top paid weren't in the playoffs, correct, right? Yes. Correct. That's correct. But like the next six top paid guys are like the guys that moved on. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. I saw some. I saw some stats. You look like Brady. Right. Like Brady's Breeze. Uh, Brady Breeze. Um, Mahomes Shoot, isn't. I don't know. No, Mahomes isn't. He's on a rookie deal. Uh, who else? Goff Rivers is probably in the... Yeah, it was like looking at that. So. 6 to 12, highest paid. Yeah. Um, I know Roethlisberger's in there. Luck was up the there, right? Luck in contract? Uh, Luck's probably... Yeah, or he was he... probably like the... He's probably like the seventh paid, I would imagine. So... Because his contract, he was paid like... He had the biggest contract when he got mm-hmm. paid, but there's probably been six guys that have had contracts since then, so... So it's kind of, yeah. The, it's kind so of like that next really, year, but that those guys are above the Matt Ryan line. Exactly. It's very... Uh, it's a very fine line. You don't want to be Kirk yeah. Cousins, Matt Stafford, Cam Newton. For oh, Cam kind of he had uh, injury problems this year, um, or like a Jameis maybe could possibly they could be in that situation if he doesn't pan out and they pay him, or um, I don't know. Yeah. In the, anyways, in that in that type of that category, I guess you'd say. Um, anyways, moving on. Want to recap last week's games? Yes. All right, we'll start with Colts at Chiefs. Were you surprised or no? I, I was more. I was upset with myself, kind of like falling victim to like the Colts run in a way. Right. And uh, I think like the Chiefs were just overall a way better team, and like the way their defense played the last week of the season, I should have saw this coming. Where they actually won that game on defense. If you would, if the, you would have told the Colts you're gonna hold them to 24 points in the fourth quarter. The, I think the start of fourth quarter or somewhere in the fourth quarter, they only had 24 points. Yeah, I would think you would have took sure. that. Well, the, here's the thing: Kansas City's uh, one that's the best environment. Probably that New Orleans. I mean, you think of a few; those are probably two of the best home field advantages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patriots, Gillette Stadium, um, in the playoffs, <clears throat> those could be some of the best like home field advantages in the entire NFL um, when it works. Their defense only gave up. I saw a stat like 19 points per game this season at home. So like they're significantly better at home. Mm-hmm. So that's huge for them. With Eric Berry back now getting his True. feet wet like yeah, i mean yeah. he had a couple weeks in the right, season right. but like now yeah. he's probably getting more comfortable for sure uh so i mean that yeah like you said that uh that for sure makes a difference i picked i mean a lot of people picked including myself indianapolis to win that game um just because they were so hot they started one and five they've only lost one game since that what week seven or whatever it is um but yeah i guess pat mahomes didn't you see the difference like you think like the idea that okay the guy's first playoff game ever it's going to matter that it's his first playoff game ever. Um, like, Lamar Jackson looked mm-hmm. lost. Um, you think, what, what other, I'm trying to think of other young quarterbacks in recent years that, that's happened to. Like, Mariota. Oh, no, I guess Mariota won last year. But then they, they at New England, yeah. looked bad. But um, Mahomes looked, like, he didn't miss a beat at yeah, all. Yeah, I think when you set are setting so many records like he has, you kind of break through that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but I guess one thing too, the whole idea that like the buy, like there was a general consensus out there that the buy was going to help with older, more experienced or veteran teams. I guess or at least veteran quarterbacks, like the Saints and the Patriots, teams that have been there, done that. Yeah. A buy is good. A buy could actually possibly hurt teams like young or at least teams that are just now getting good, like the Rams and the Chiefs, 
because like you want to kind of keep the momentum going. Yeah. We found out that's not the case at all. Actually, um, everyone, every favorite, uh, favored team won yeah. and covered except for the Saints, but they that was kind of they could have covered. Um, yeah, they started off bad. Right. I mean, they dominated the whole second half of the game. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, back to Mahomes. Um, yeah, he was making some unreal throws. Yeah, he's incredible. He's the next. He, I, he is he the best quarterback in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if he's the best, but his obviously has the best stats. But I don't know if he is technically the best because there's a lot more that goes into being a good quarterback than just stats. I think here's what I think. When I'm watching that game, what I thought, I thought Mahomes is a more athletic Brett Favre, and Andrew Luck is like a more athletic Peyton Manning. Um, and I think that's, I mean, I think that's uh, pretty accurate. I don't know; it fits their games really well. Andrew Luck, obviously, shoulder problems doesn't have as big of an arm. Uh, but he's very cerebral. The way he plays the game, it looks a lot like Peyton Manning. Uh, Mahomes is like a, a far, takes a lot of chances. Arm talent, like, we've probably, probably I mean, definitely the best arm in the league. Yeah. Possibly like an arm we've never seen before. I, um, I don't, he's not gotta, afraid of the moment. You have to hesitate when you say that. Mahomes Why? is, I think Mahomes is really cerebral. Like, for being how young okay, he is. Not that, okay, I'm not saying he's not. Like, he, but he's cerebral. He's, yes, thrown, no, he's thrown in the yes. right time, to the right place, to the right receiver. Okay, I yeah yeah. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying he has more of an arm like Favre. Yeah. Um, Manning never had the arm luck, shoulder problems. Arm isn't as good, but yeah, I I don't know. I think they're both too. That, that could be a matchup we see like, I mean, for the next ten years, that could be a matchup we see six seven times in the playoffs because I think those teams are both set. Uh, Andy Reid's probably going to coach there until the until his career's over. Um, Frank Reich looks like a really good fit in Indianapolis as well. So yeah, that's just that's good. I feel like the the AFC is in their hands <laughs> until and then until Brady, the and then five years we'll be saying it's not it's Brady's. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and oh, the oh speaking of that, how much longer do you think Brady plays? I was we were talking about this. What's he forty one? This is his age forty one season. Yes. I I honestly thought he was older. I think he easily plays to his forty five. Easily? Yeah. That's, he doesn't do anything except so stand there oh, that's and throw so four ignorant. people. That's so ignorant. Okay. Four yards. Right, we're going to get to that in a minute. But no, uh, he that's four years. That's four more years. So that's, what, 2018 right now. So 2019, 20. You think he's going to play in the 2022 NFL season? If he regresses a little bit every year, they're still a playoff team every year. I don't think so. I think they're they are showing like they – Look at their division. The division's yeah. crap, and Donald's they hire coaches that have already been Adam, crap in their same division. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Adam Gase is a better hire than people think, and I think he can fit with, well with Darnold, like McVay's fitting with Goff. Hypothetically, no, don't obviously. Give me that comparison. I'm not saying he's McVay, but I'm saying it could be that type of I don't even know if thing. Darnold's Goff, and I hate Goff. Wow. Um, I think Darnold's better than Goff, but anyways. Uh, back to the point. So you really think Brady's going to play far, uh, four more years? I think he could. How long do you think he will play? I think he will play until he wants to stop playing. Which is... I don't think I don't think it'll be a point where like Belichick or like the NFL is like the league yeah. is like you're not good enough to play. Like he can you get think... it done. The way he's playing, the way they just game plan and just totally just pick apart every facet mm-hmm. of the whatever they, whoever they play. Right. Well, you told me about the stat. What the first drive, he, yeah. on average, he threw the ball .6 yards past the line of scrimmage yeah. on that entire drive. They threw, but I think it was like a record the, 27 screen passes or something. Yeah, correct. but that's what the game plan called for. I also saw a stat. Uh, the Chargers played with seven defensive backs yeah, on some absurd percentage of plays. And New England, they've their offensive line this year, 
This is the biggest offensive line New England's had in like the last ten years. They old. drafted Sony Michelle, a first round running back, because they're built to run it in the power or run out of the eye formation and then yeah. throw in third down. I mean the Chargers. Um, they don't have. Well, here's the thing. They don't, they want. They I think Brady he maybe fall off a little bit from this, but he could still do what he did against Atlanta and Seattle in the Super Bowl. They could or even last year in the yeah. Super Bowl he threw for 500 yards. Spread him out. Give him uh, empty sets or one running back and four receivers and let him just go to work five yards every That's play. That's the thing. The Patriots but have no they, weakness. Like. Right. They didn't They didn't have the personnel for that this year because they knew they were. Uh, they don't have a, the receivers for it. So what they do, they got the biggest offensive line they've had in recent years, drafted a running back in the first round. They're like, all right, this is how we're going to have to beat you. And this matchup uh, was perfect. And for yeah. some reason, the Chargers well, were I able think, to really I think adapt was, until it was way too late. Kind of, uh, I think Anthony Lynn was kind of um, outmatched by Belichick. He struggled all year with clock management and he struggled all year with like, all year what play do you call. Mean? I, I just remember like a couple times where he should have called timeout and a couple times where was it was it that one was it that one it was fourth and two with like two, three minutes left or something and they punted and never got the ball back against two maybe it could have been might have been I've, Baltimore dude, when I think here's the thing, I don't know but I, when I think of Anthony oh yeah it was Baltimore but then they beat in the playoffs so it didn't matter yeah. when but I think like, Anthony Lynn I think dude like he's a um, and it's his first year which right well second second um, <laughs> it's early in his career anyways yeah uh, not Belichick right but no, um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like the two right. ends of the spectrum. Belichick, to- it was like I Belichick versus him, and it was like right. Belichick just totally made yeah. him look silly. Like when you have a aspect. young coach against Belichick, it's or like a and, relatively yeah. new coach, yeah. When the, when Belichick has an, an extra week to prepare to, yeah. And Chargers are they had a brutal like I mean they had to fly to Baltimore, fly back. Yeah. I don't know if they flew back or not, or but like two East Coast games for a West Coast team. But uh, when I think of Anthony Lindo, I don't think of that. I think of like. Uh, the game against Kansas City, going for it, uh, going for two to win the game. Um, I feel like his players were rallied around him a lot this year. They've had a lot of like games that have come down to like the last five minutes, and they like I don't know. Like you talk clock management, I feel like yeah. situationally they're executing whether or not I don't know clock management specifically, but they had the game-winning drive against the Steelers. Um, I feel like they've won a lot of games late, so I don't know. I feel like he's like the players rally around that. And that that could yeah. be, I guess, why they. Just game plan wise, that. I think that's like that. That game was well, won. They were into, that game was won by the Patriots before it started on right. paper. Like not ta- like talent. Yeah. I, they Chargers could have had the Pro Bowl roster out there, yeah, and they would have lost that game. Well, uh, here, what you have with the Patriots now too, I think you really have two head coaches on that team. Yeah, for the foreseeable future, Josh McDaniel, who's what? Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> really? would be. I mean, best yeah, offensive mind, like he understands the game better than any coach. That's probably, probably. so. You have him, and then Matt Lafleur did get hired as the head coach. You That's have four. Lafleur coach for the Titans. Was he with the Patriots before the Titans? No, what's um, Flores? Flores. Oh, Flores, Brian yeah. Flores. He's so going to get hired. He's not hired yet. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you're going You really have four. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But, I mean, that game was won before it started. Right. That's fun. I didn't think about that though. You're talking about that division just keeps hiring coaches yeah. from the same division. They just keep. Yeah. Losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a. Yeah. That's actually funny. But um, no, like and the Rex, Rex Ryan too, right? You were right. you were <laughs> the Bills and the Jets, correct? He's and he's the only one that beat Brady. Mark, think about this, Mark Sand. Last time the Patriots weren't in the top four in the NFL, like finished in the top four. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was like quarterback for the Jets and the Rex Ryan defense, and they were really good. Yeah. Like that's the only that's crazy. They've been the top four in the league every year since 2011. Eight straight years. Who's he? Age he's, thirty-three to forty-one. He's lost to Manning, in the top four. Mark Sanchez, and then Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer, and there was one other. I forget who it was. Yeah, a random guy. But that was early in his career, so it's kind of different. And 
this team's I feel like this Patriots team's weren't as good. Um, but back to what I was saying about the McDaniels being like a second head coach. I uh, obviously obviously I don't think he's gonna get hired because of all like the antics and what happened, how the whole Indianapolis situation was handled. Um, but mind wise, he's like mentally like how he comes up with game plans and whatnot. He's good enough to be a head coach. If it wasn't for all that, he would be getting head coach uh, like interest, I guess. So that's a huge advantage when you have someone highly overqualified like that being your offensive coordinator. Those three minds, Belichick defense, uh, and then Brady and McDaniels working together on offense, um, like you said, is a real real advantage there. Um, the next game, I guess, we can go to. Uh, Cowboys at Rams. Cowboys at Rams. I, this is kind of a boring game. This, yeah, this is kind of the worst game. Everyone kind of saw it coming. Yeah, you Cowboys got Cowboys are going to probably lose by a touchdown but not make it competitive, which is Cowboys exactly is, what happened. From the start. See, this this one this is like the opposite of that game. Like, on paper, yep. or I mean – like if you look at the players, the Cowboys just couldn't compete. Like, right? They just didn't have. They don't have the firepower, the speed to like mm-hmm. play with these Rams in LA. Like, say you're in cold weather, or like something different. Not, I mean, yeah. they play in the dome. Or so, in a dome, yeah. Yeah, or warm. Or if but like at Dallas, yeah. I guess. Yeah, if you're playing like a different environment, this game could have been close. Like mm-hmm. where it's like kind of like a gritty game, like in the Super Bowl, or yeah. you know. But like in LA, right? Warm weather. This game was just kind of over from the start. The, yeah, it's kind of a home Cowboys couldn't. Like, yeah. Cowboys probably because the Cowboys probably... couldn't pound this ball down right. the Rams' throat and win this game. They, it's weird though, like the Rams. You saw, I mean, they have a lot, brought in a lot of older veterans and whatnot. Like the last few games of the year, run defense non-existent. Seems to yeah. run all over them. Coming to the playoff game, they have a bye week, a week to like get off whatever rest. Um, and Zeke couldn't do anything. Yeah. He couldn't get anything going on the ground. I mean, is Dak Prescott really going to win the game? I like him situationally late, but I like he can't. Yeah, he's not a gunslinger. He can't like go four quarters. He can't. Right, exactly, yeah. Four quarters. You can't do four quarters of, like, maybe you will someday, but not not yet. Um, anyways, moving on. Chargers at Patriots, who I kind of talked about that. Uh, Eagles at Saints. Yeah. This is a fun one. Yeah, I think this is the best game. Like, I look forward to, yeah. to it the most. I, For sure. Even though the Eagles lost and, like, kind of got dominated late, like, this was, like, I looked at I was watching a game. I'm like, Doug Peterson, like, Nick Foles, like, what this team has, like, they're kind of like mojo. Yeah. It's like something else. Like Dude, couldn't agree more. Like this it was like more than like game plan or talent. Like this was yeah, just like no. this is just like, like so, the Eagles. Yeah, like, at the it makes you want to root for that team. Yeah. Like and like way like he was crying, like hugging oh, Alshon Jeffrey and waiting oh, yeah. for all of them to come in the locker room. Oh yeah. Like there's just like a bond in Philadelphia that like has carried them through every like injuries, like lack of talent, like oh, yeah. no well, DBs. They have a lot like, of talent, but yeah. It just kinda carried them through. Like mm-hmm. they're no, for sure. I get what yeah. you're saying. Uh, it's it's something cool to see like uh, he Peterson Doug Peterson head coach waited at the locker room and every player that came in the locker room after that game like he like hugged them all basically yeah. or whatever like to see Nick Foles after I mean I feel I feel like sports fans got robbed to an extent by that's how the Nick Foles magic run ends yeah. something that's completely not his fault he makes a good play and it's yeah. not his fault but um like how like you said how Foles and Peterson both consoled. Uh, <coughs> Alshon after that, after the mishap, um, yeah, it is something else. Yeah, but the Saints, I mean, after like a first beginning turnover, didn't really like the play call. To take a shot at the first play of the game because yeah, like was, you're the better team. Exactly, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. You're, you got if, Ingram, you got Kamara, hundred percent. Run the ball, play your game, give the ball to Mike Thomas. You don't even be taking deep shots at Ted Ginn on the first yeah. play of the game with an older quarterback. I right. mean, obviously, but even more accurate than right. like a gunslinger for sure. Yeah. So I didn't really like that call because you just swung the momentum and kind of put them in a big hole early. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, but then you go for it. Kind of crazy. They gotta go, they gotta go for a fake punt on their side of the field yeah. to beat the Eagles, and you're the New Orleans Saints, yeah. the Super Bowl favorites. That's I mean that's credit to the Eagles and kind of bad on the Saints getting game plan. But who that? Yeah, but they're a good team. I mean, Mike, Wait, is that who that? Who's which one? I don't know. Who that? Who yeah. days the Bengals? But uh, I mean, Mike Thomas is a top three receiver. Would you say? I, uh, yeah. I mean, you're an AB fan. I'm not anymore. <laughs> Who I'm do you, bi- I'm biased. Who, this kind of I saw this thrown around around on Twitter, but who who's your top three receivers in the NFL? Uh, are we including talent or in are we are we going on like skills alone and like what they do on the field, or are we including their like personality divaness? I think we're include like if you had to pick three receivers on your team. Okay, who are you picking? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins one. That's tough. Uh, that's tough. I would probably put Michael Thomas and Odell Beckham in there as well. I don't know two or three who would be flipped or not. My one is for sure DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I think he's one. I think two. Julio, you I think two and three Julio. are, you could pick either Michael Thomas or Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my opinion. You, not Odell? I think Odell's five behind Antonio Brown. Really? Oh, yeah. I think Antonio Brown could be the top three, but, but it's with little, what's happened in the last with what's year. Happened. And I think I'll definitely put Antonio Brown there like two years ago. Odell, last year when he was, Odell's garbage. What? <laughs> you can explain that one? He's just got, I don't know. You think he's overpaid? I think he's over overrated and overpaid, yeah. He's absurdly talented. Have you ever actually watched a game with him and just watched I mean, watched the Giants him, are like, so hard to watch and Eli Manning's so bad true, that's yeah. kind of dragged him down. It's absurd how but, quick he is. And like, he, he's effortless. But he's an antics open. galore, too. Not as bad as Antonio Brown, though. And he has a legit, more legitimate reason to be angry. Like, Antonio Brown, like, they're winning, and he has a quarterback that, like, is actually still good. Um, well, we're not going to get into that. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, but but like, think... Odell, like, is actually being held back by his quarterback's inability to throw the football, though. Yeah. Um, no sleeper? Who? T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton is so vastly underrated. drops, and I would say yes, Probably yeah. he has a little too many drops. What about Julio? I said Julio's two. Three. Oh, okay. Julio's, it's Julio, Michael Thomas, and DeAndre Hopkins. Who, I don't even remember and who I, I said. I said Hopkins. Oh, I said, oh, I said Hopkins, said Thomas, Tom. and Odell. Michael Thomas, of all those guys, though, Michael Thomas is like the least athletic, but I, yeah. for, but I would, he's so precise. He was, a, I think it's part two. He was partly this. He's coming out uh, as a, in high school, he was a three-star recruit. So he was never like a blue chip or whatever. Yeah. Um, came to Ohio State, played a year, got like one catch or something. Registered his second year after playing as a true freshman, but he played because they were really bad, I think, or something. Um, but like my point is, he's, he never came out as like a five-star prospect. He's never been like a super, super athletic guy, um, relatively speaking. Um, so his technical skills, it's absurd. His catch uh, percentage rate, oh yeah, I don't, what is it? It's like 80 or 90%, something And ridiculous. when they target no him. One, Antonio Brown caught 60% of passes thrown this way. I think Hopkins was 100%. Thrown to the season. Thing. On the season, though, I don't think he didn't have a drop pass. So it had, I think that oh, that yeah. includes has to be a catchable ball. Gotcha. But like, it's not like percentage of right. ball, balls targeted to him. Yeah, but, I gotcha. Um, but yeah, I think the Thomas Breeze connection, something crazy when he's targeted, it's like ninety percent. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Breeze retires and Michael Thomas doesn't have that anymore. Yeah, I think um, they're a good match just because, like you said, they're both so technical. Like Breeze is gonna throw it here when you're, and he is gonna be there. There's no, yes. no. Right. Uh, mystery about it. Yeah, and I would take that over someone who's super yeah. athletic and but possibly antic. That's why I. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're biased. We go to Ohio State, so. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it's nice to see the New Orleans Buckeyes go on. Yeah. Um, the last game was the pay. I don't know. We talked. We already about talked that. about that. Oh wait. Uh, we missed the early no, one. No, Foles wins. No, we, we oh, talked yeah. about them all. Foles wins. What do you think? What do you, wait. I looked this up the other day. If you had to guess right now, how tall and how much? How tall is uh, Nick Foles and what does he weigh? Six four two fifteen. Nope. Higher. Bigger. Six five two twenty five. Bigger. Six six. Six six two forty three. Wow. I didn't know he was that big. I was like looking him up on. I'm like, shoot, like what? He's huge. Yeah. I didn't know that. And he's and like Wentz the, is big too. Wentz is big. I think he's bigger than Wentz though. I'll have to look it up. But like, I didn't know Foles was that big. Yeah. What do you think happens? Or, or I mean, okay. Uh, first of all, what do you think the Eagles should do? What do I think the Eagles should this offseason? Let him walk, keep bringing him back, or what? They have to let him walk. I mean, yeah. I, we were talking about this before. Wentz was an MVP candidate. Yes. He was the next, like, sure thing quarterback. He was. I looked at him like I looked at Andrew Luck his rookie year. This guy is a can't miss. <clears throat> MVP caliber, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. He was incredible. Throwing, running. He had an injury. Now he's labeled injury prone. You say he's well, been he's, injured his whole life. He's, but. Yeah, problem now. So, yeah, his whole life he had injury problems in college. Now in the NFL, he, okay, you can say a torn ACL is more of a uh, fluke injury than like quote unquote injury problems. But he has, I think he had rib problems at one point. Now it's a lower back, back issue. Is um, if I, I think you go Wentz, if you think anything except for like if his lower back thing is something the doctors yeah. say like oh it's like a chronic thing he's gonna have to always deal with. Yeah. Then you consider Foles, but if not, I would still go Wentz just because he's a much bigger talent. People forget uh, the Eagles were booed off the field in their uh, season opener this year when uh, Nick Foles was playing because they were so bad. They were booed into halftime because of how bad they were playing. Their first thing about that, the first game ever back uh, of this season, the first game since winning a Super Bowl, they were booed into halftime. Um, those first two games were really bad. People were begging for Wentz to come back. Um, also, I just got uh Wentz is six five two thirty seven, so he's like basically the same size. Um it's not it's a good problem to have both of them, but I think Foles yeah. is gonna be a quarterback think, somewhere yeah. else. And I think yeah. that's a I think you smart let him go. Decision. I think he fits somewhere like Jacksonville maybe. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um I don't think he's that I mean he's a good quarterback, but he's, he's kinda he, like, like everything said, was going there dude, everything yeah. went his way. Like two touchdown drives early, but then the, in the middle of that game he was bad, yeah. not good. And, and it was just late, special. Like, it was just yeah. It was like there's like, like something like you said. There's something more to it. Wasn't just about what was being done. Like mm-hmm. there's something going on. Something in the water. Something. It was like literally. And he's magical. not your typical backup quarterback. He's had that experience. Like mm-hmm. he's played with the Eagles. He like was comfortable. He, I don't yeah. know. The players he's been trusted on the him. He got, he's been he's gotten cut before. He, yeah. Like it's not like he's been on like the hundred million dollar quarterback pretty boy that the players can't relate yeah. to. He got cut by the Rams. Um, he's not like the backup like Brady was when he took right, over, or like exactly. um, Philip Rivers when he took over. Like they weren't like those guys never had like they were like this is their first time seeing him. Like wow, but we've seen right. Foles. He's been there. It's not like a flu or it's not right. It, it's not like consistent. Is what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I think Foles is a good quarterback. And I think he could, could mm-hmm. succeed elsewhere. Yeah. If he takes like this experience with him. I think for sure. I. I but forget. Wentz. Is, I mean, I think that's it's silly. It's. I agree completely. Yeah. It's silly to talk yeah. about. Foles would never and, come close to being an MVP of the league, and Wentz in his second season. The season you're supposed to be slumping because teams yeah. actually have film on you. He was going to be an MVP. Portnoy in the. I think it's Smitty on Barstool. They go back and forth about like. Uh, he says like, so you don't like if you don't like Fol- if you don't like uh, if you want Wentz as your quarterback, then you're saying Foltz isn't good. And he, Smitty's like, 
I'm not saying that. Like, Fultz done his job. He's good. He's above average. But it's Wentz not is a fluke, but Wentz is Wentz great. Is great. Yeah. Wentz is our quarterback. Exactly. And I think that's I think that's how most Philly fans should feel. But Yeah, I saw a tweet recently. I forget who it was, but it was like the quarterback carousel type thing. Um, and I think they said they saw Foles ending up in Jacksonville and Flacco and Denver. I actually think Flacco and Denver makes a ton of sense yeah. for a lot of reasons. And I can definitely see that happening next year. I don't know how their cap space uh, is, but sorry, that was really random. But No, that makes sense. I see that happening for sure. Alrighty, So we're going to preview next week's games now while we're at it. Yeah, so New England at Kansas City, I think they're what three point dogs. Yeah, these games are pretty much like home teams got a slight yeah. advantage, but it's they're usually, pretty much evenly matched teams. I'm really looking forward to watching. It's usually like a six point advantage to home teams, and these home teams favored by like three or four points. Meaning, if it was played at the other team's place, they'd probably be favored by like two to four points as well. So, like yeah. you said, it's just home field's the only thing. So, I would stick away or stay away from the point spread. Yeah, I think the money lines. I think it's going to be – so the first game, we're going to talk about Chiefs-Patriots, right? Yes. First, that game, like the past game, and Belichick won. This game, Belichick versus Andy Reid. And I just think that Andy Reid's going to be able to do enough and game plan enough to not be able to be picked apart mm. like the Colts were. Or, God, I keep thinking like the, the Patriots, no, but the Colts. Good. The Chargers. That game was so, like, one-sided, I didn't even know who the other team was. <laughs> I don't think the Chargers even knew who they were. Yeah. But, I mean – they're going to scheme a little better. They're not going to be playing seven DBs. I think they'll be able to stop the run yeah. a little better. And like I said, and at I home, th- they're only allowing 19 points per game. Yeah, their defense plays better at home in the atmosphere. Brady's un- – they had a losing record on the road, right? Uh, they might have, yeah. I don't I know. I think this year, because they were 8-0 at home, what was their final record? 11-5, so they were 3-5 on the road. 3-5 on the road. Kind of fluke game in Miami and stuff, but yeah. Like, they're not a good – like, they're a five – oh, I'll give team. them a 500 road team. I agree. They're a bad road team. So you're going to tell me – gonna... They don't have a bye – you're going to go um, into Kansas City, tough place to play, mm-hmm. and beat the best offense in football. Yeah, I don't think and so. And a quarterback the, that arguably is better than Brady right now. And I think he's better. And they're going to um, make Brady throw the ball. They're not going to allow him to throw right. the ball. And they don't have the personnel for it this year, so they're going to force them to and play And what, like what do the Chargers do that the Patriots excel against? Or Brady, zone defense. The Chiefs' DBs are going to go man-to-man on you. Right. You're have Eric and, Berry and flying the, around the field. You're not going to – you can't have what is – Julian Edelman gonna win a one-on-one yeah. matchup. I mean, maybe, but or not consistently even, throughout a game. Right. You got to stop James against, White yeah. in the passing game. Right. And you're yeah, like that too. Like you're gonna have their best cornerbacks on the England's best receiver. So like, it's all about your third best receiver being if it's the man. Yeah. And Kansas City has good enough secondary. It's about your third best receiver being able to beat a guy one-on-one. Yeah. And who I couldn't even name New England. Philip Dorsett maybe. Yeah. I think so, yeah, I think the Chiefs will be able to. Here's the thing: Patriots win games they're supposed to win, and they. Lose games that they're supposed to lose. They're supposed to lose this game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's not. It's funny. Like everyone's like, "Oh, they can't play on the road in the playoffs." Well, it's like because also, when they play on the road, it's because they're not the one seed because they weren't as good of a team that year. So they, like, and the, think about this: the Patriots ended up giving. They ended up where they give up twenty eight points. Twenty. Twenty eight. Yeah. I mean, that's there's because they're kind of playing prevent. Like, if it's fourth quarter, you're up. Yeah. Twenty eight points, and you give a five or six minute drive that ends in a touchdown mm-hmm. for our team. That's good on your part because yeah. you. Yeah. Did it give up an opening drive touchdown? Big play. I I I just yeah. think the I think the Chiefs are gonna. I actually think they might win. The Chiefs today. have a much better, a significantly uh, better roster. Yeah. Home field. Um, and the Chiefs running the ball a little bit too, with David Williams. Yeah, he was. Like, he 125 was, rushing yeah, yards or throwing the sure. ball. They 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 do everything right. The, 
Uh-huh. Patriots, what they do is they're in, they how to stop a team. They go, this is their worst player. This is their worst thing. We're mm-hmm. gonna make us make them do that to beat us. And I think the Chiefs can say, you want to stop Kelsey? I got Hill. You want to stop yeah. Hill and Kelsey? Right. I got Williams. You want to stop them? I got Sammy Watkins. Like, mm-hmm. where are you right. gonna they, stop them? Yeah, exactly. So they're gonna they're gonna say beat us with your third option, and they're like, yeah. okay, we will, and they <laughs> yeah. will be able to. So I think I actually think the Chiefs. Not, I'm talking myself into it right now. I think the Chiefs might win big. I think I don't know if it's win big, but I think they're going to cover the three point spread for sure. Because um, I mean, Mahomes. The only question mark is oh, you have a young quarterback who's now it's his second playoff start, but he looks I'll, so like yeah. he so looks so normal and comfortable. He grew up with his dad being a professional athlete. Yeah, it, 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 he was so unaffected by the the atmosphere, the. Yeah magnitude of that game that I'm like, yeah, I'm not even worried about that anymore. And so, since that's like yeah. out of the question in my opinion, basically, now that I think it's going to be also, a um, I forget what I was going to Oh, it's supposed to be one thing that's negative to the Chiefs, I think. It's supposed to be negative temperatures, supposedly. 10 degrees to negative temperatures. I'm so excited for this game. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. So that favors the Patriots, but it's not Foxborough, so... Well, yeah, I think I think the bad weather, I don't think it really favors anyone. Yeah, I think it's a wash, and then since it's at Kansas City, that makes huge advantage. Kansas City. Right. I mean, that Colts game that was so loud. Yeah, it's absurd. Last next game or next last game. game? Yeah, last game I guess. Rams at New Orleans. This game's gonna be a little more firepower than the Chiefs Patriots, even though that that has a lot. But with the cold temperatures, I think this game's gonna be like. That yeah, Monday night game with Chiefs Rams, kind of, where they kind of go yeah. back and forth. Even but I mean, you think that you think Jared Goff at at the the Superdome will do that? I feel like with the noise, he couldn't I beat guess, the Cowboys. At, he was I like, I guess you're right because I, I was thinking 26 at one point. I think I was thinking this game was I thought this game was played in LA. I forgot no, the yeah, Saints got the one. So I think that actually changes. I, hmm. I mean, he was not, he couldn't, the Saints defense is playing so. Saints have the best defense in the playoffs. Hands True. down. Yes, 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 yes. Hands down. Like, their defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And at home with that noise, it's going to be Against unreal. Against Goff. Right. It's like if if it's a top five quarterback, if it's a Rodgers or Brady or whatever, they can, do, they, they can handle that. But like Jared Goff, I don't. I think that will genuinely affect him, like the noise yeah. and everything. So. Yeah, they could be. Uh, yeah, I guess I will have to go Saints. They're like four-point favorites, I think. You think they're I think covered? it's three and a half. I think Saints cover. Chiefs cover. We have Saints, Chiefs, Super Bowl. I don't know if I said that beginning of the year. I said, beginning of the year, you I said, said Saints. You said Saints, Patriots, I think. Patriots? Jeez, I don't Maybe. know. Did you? No. I don't know. I don't know if you did. I like don't see myself saying I the said, Patriots ever. But I said I Packers, have. Patriots. Uh, you might have I, you know you said. I know you said Saints. Yeah. But yeah, I don't remember who your mm, NFC team maybe was. Maybe I'll have to listen to it. We but should. It would be crazy if you predicted it. I might have said Saints, Chiefs. You might have. That would be But if I did, I, I guess that's what I'm saying now, but. What, Hopefully, uh, I can stick with my guns from the beginning yeah. of the year. Which matchup would you most want to see of the four of the possible matchups left? The Saint, Super Bowl, Saints Chiefs. Yeah, I feel that uh, for sure. I just it'll be in a dome. I feel like that would be a complete shootout too. It's in a dome. I just um, don't like golf. Like if the Rams had anybody but golf, like I like I just like he was wa- good until he wasn't. I don't know what happened with that. They, the offensive line teams, played poorly. They're old. They don't have depth, and I get until that. teams are making golf throw. Teams started making golf beat them. Like, and Gurley got a little tired, I think. Sure. I mean, well, they, they kind they of fed Like I said, they don't have any depth because they have a bunch of high-paid guys who are yeah. only here for, like, one like How big is, now that we talk about, how uh, big is their window? Like, with all these, like, older, higher-paid guys. Like, I, I think the next year, like they're, they're, they're going to regress window. next yeah. year. They might, I think, remember how Seattle, like, okay, they had a Super Bowl, uh, 
I, I see that Super too. Super Bowl, then the Super Bowl appearance, barely beating uh, mm-hmm. Kaepernick in the AFC Championship game that year. And then it was, they lost in the, the next year they beat Minnesota because Minnesota missed like a 29-year field goal. Then they lost to the Panthers. Yeah. They are down 31 nothing at half, but came back and lost 31-24. And then the next year they like, did they win a game? I don't know. But like, it was kind of like, oh, like Super Bowl, Super Bowl, uh, divisional round, wild card. Out of the playoffs. Now right. it's wild card and they lost. Yeah. I don't know if they'll ever be out of the playoffs. See, like, I think... Because they have McVay. I think that's a good... I, that, that's they, what I was going to say. So, I would say the Rams' windows, yay big. I don't know. A couple but years. But I think again, with but, Seattle in their division, it's going to be hard but, for them to make it as a wild card. But McVay just keeps that window open. True. No matter how hard it wants to shut, McVay is like a little peg keeping it open. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, they're, the same thing with, like, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, no matter right. how bad Seattle gets... Mm-hmm. They're just keeping the window open. But since they're in the same division, I think it's going to be harder for them because you can't oh, – yeah. it's a 9-7. and seven, You're not going to win the division with 9-7 mm-hmm. and seven probably, most likely, yeah, as long as the other team's there. So, yeah, but I'm going to put my trust in Breeze at mm-hmm. home. And I'm, I'm going to put my trust in the home field advantage of the rowdy crowds, two toughest places to play. And, I mean, and the best two defenses probably playing right, we right saw now. this week. Home, I mean, home field and rest are big, like, big indicators yeah. of why uh, a team will win, so – yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be. I want to see Brady get to the Super Bowl again. I want to see him win. I think that would be awesome. At the NFL doesn't want to that'd see that. That would be so cool. But, yeah, the NFL would rather have Mahomes Breeze. What do you think does the better I rating? Mahomes Breeze or Brady Breeze? Mahomes Breeze. Really? Yeah. Higher rating? Yeah. No way. Yeah. People are turned off by the Patriots. It's boring. Yeah, he but threw the ball. Dink, dink, dink. James White, run, dink, dink. Yeah, but dink. It's, it's so dominant. It's dominant. It is boring. You're right. It's I appreciate very... it, and you appreciate it. Right. You understand it's... what they're doing, but yeah. can you imagine someone that just watches football for the exciting excitement of that's, it? That's what was true. exciting about that? I, that's a good point. Yeah, like, nothing was exciting. So many it was exciting if you're like an, like a play caller. I mean, that, right. thing, that was like technical as it gets, but yeah. it's not exciting. That's that's a good point. That's true. I mean, Brady's just get hitting guys before they turn on their routes, and the ball's right there. You can't even right. defend it. Right, right. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it for that. NFL yeah. preview there. Alrighty. So wait, I didn't say my predictions. I oh. think Kansas City wins. So you agreed. I think New Orleans wins. Yeah, I think New Orleans wins the Super Bowl. Who do you think wins the Super Bowl? New Orleans. Okay, yes, we agree. Is it where is the Super Bowl? Atlanta. Atlanta, that's right. In yeah, Miami, I think Miami I think next New Orleans year. The Super Bowl. I think New Orleans is the best team. Like up and down the roster. Uh, probably yeah, probably. Look at their defense. Yeah. Lattimore's a yeah. top corner. Yeah. I would agree. They have they, they used to not have the defense, but they have defense. Yeah, too. they have it, and they have a better line than the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know, maybe not. I mean, Chiefs got Cameron Irving, which is a huge, yeah. terrible. He played for the Browns. He's terrible. Wait, he's on the, He's starting on their line. He's a he's a regard. He was like so me? bad. He was the, one of the worst me? players I've ever seen play for the Browns. He was the one that the when the Ravens blocked that kick and one returned it back. He's like sprinting as fast as he can and couldn't even he, catch the guy. He was the laughing stock of Browns like Twitter. Yeah. Like every game, it would post oh, some yeah. funny video of him just falling over. And then the Chiefs picked him up and he's actually like if you if you look on Twitter like Chiefs fans like their responses to like tweets like they just bash him too. So like he's obviously but like. With Andy Reid, you only got a block for like two milliseconds, right. and the ball's out, or you're or you're pulling, or you're. I mean, and you're never gonna obviously like everyone's like, oh, teams have weaknesses, this and that. Like, okay, you're got you're gonna have a team that's like, yeah. or you're gonna have guy a few positions that are less than stellar, mm-hmm. even when you win a Super Bowl. One thing that with, I know I didn't touch on this, but the pay with the Patriots last game, Rob Gronkowski, his blocks were unbelievable. Oh, I was gonna say that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Dude, blocking like a tackle, like so mm-hmm. technical. Like yeah. he did a bluff and then uh-huh. pulled, and like they use him like a 
the best tackle in the league. They're like, dude, you're not uh, you're not great at catching anymore or in the past game, whatever. But he's still people don't understand how valuable that is to have yeah. a blocking tight end like that. That's why I want they the Browns to draft someone threat. like that. Like you see, the Colts have to bring in another an extra lineman. They have the, that's like yeah. a big thing. They're talking about oh, they they have this this package with an extra lineman. The Patriots, you basically had that every play, and yeah. he's not the the threat down the field that he was. But he's still a threat. But he still is a threat down the field, and he he he's a really good blocker. Yeah, and All it right. works. It works for him. Uh, touch on LeBron. Let's touch on LeBron real quick. Um, so, so Lakers lost to the Cavs. Yeah, Lakers lost big to the Cavs last night. Actually, That's ended six. up closer, but they were down a lot the whole game. Sure, yeah. It didn't look good. Yeah, it was ugly. Um, they couldn't score. And we were talking about, is it a good thing that LeBron lo- teams lose when he's not playing? I think the Lakers are 3-7. and seven. The Cavs were like 0-14 at one point or something. They're 4-23. Over his full four seasons with the Cavs, like the last four. So combined. Four and twenty three. But without and that's including so seven like and thirty and stuff. Seven and thirty. Seven and thirty, yeah. On teams that like have LeBron but when he doesn't play. And then the Miami teams I think were pretty they were not they were significantly lower in percentage. I want to say they were around five hundred. Five hundred or something like that, yeah. But so, yeah, so throughout what the what people will tell you throughout his career obviously like, oh, that shows how good he is. Look how bad they are when he sits. But is it also something to say that he doesn't build a system that's like sustainable when he's not on the floor? I think it's a little bit of both, but I, I I've always the I've, Lakers were a thirty-five win team last year. It's not like like it'd be one thing if they this through this stretch they they won at the same percentage. I know it's a small sample size, but like they won at the, about a percentage. They were like given their trajectory the last three years, thirty-five wins last year. They were probably going to win forty to forty-two wins this year, about a five hundred team. Because they'd gotten like nine wins better yeah. the year before, and then like eight wins better, like to make the jump from thirty-five to forty-two would be reasonable given like they have Ingram's gets a year better, Kuzma gets a year better, Lonzo Ball gets a year better. Um, but now the Le- so LeBron comes and now it's like okay, probably win fifty plus, but when he's off the the court, they're going at a pace where they'd win like twenty-five to thirty games, regress back. Yeah, it's like I think it's I don't know. Part of it is LeBron's so good that, and he's the system. He it, there is no system. Like you look at the Warriors right. and they run plays. Like they have a game plan. Mm-hmm. They also have more stars, but Lakers have talent. They have young talent yes. that should be getting better. And frankly, when LeBron's there, I, I don't think these players are going to be getting as better, like at the rate they would be right. without LeBron. But the, LeBron has the ball the whole time. Like he's right. the distributor. He's yep. the rebounder. He's the scorer. So when like okay Steph Curry's your scorer Kevin Durant's your scorer they, Steph Curry passes they Draymond passes Draymond rebounds yes, Durant yeah. rebounds they yeah. all do it Clay shoots Clay dri- passes he doesn't dribble but it's funny so you t- the whole thing about LeBron too they say oh he makes guys better what he does he inflates the stats of veterans Javale McGee someone who's been in the league yeah. for more than ten years now when he plays with LeBron he he gets a lot better uh, J.R. Smith got a lot better with LeBron. Uh, who else I'm trying to think throughout the years. Uh, Shane Battier got better with LeBron. Veterans that kind of like know how to feed off, and they can he can like boost their stats so to speak. But like you put young guys with LeBron, and it it almost like you said almost like stunts their growth so to speak because they they don't have the ball enough. They don't have the ability to get better because it's it's not they're in such a win now mode. I feel mm-hmm. like when you have LeBron, you and you're pressured in that. And that's the style he plays. That it you're not able to develop younger guys as much. Which it, in theory you think no, you should be able to develop a guy you play with alongside the best player in the world. He teaches you how to. This and that, but like, I don't know. My, I've heard it uh, to that point. You can say uh, the same thing about Cam Newton. Cam Newton is the system. If you lose Cam Newton, it's hard to like. How would you play a game when Cam Newton's hurt? 
uh, because of how unique of a talent and athlete or whatever he is and how like that, that game is played. That's kind of how LeBron like is changing, in there to an extent. You're almost like changing the sport you're playing by having LeBron yes. and like Cam Newton. Like it's not really like your typical football game. For sure. Yeah. So like with LeBron, you're not really playing your typical basketball game. You're kind right. of playing a whole different style, something that no, no one's ever played before. Yeah. Where you're just kind of a spot up shooter, you're restricted to that. Unless LeBron doesn't want to take it, then you got to revert back to mm-hmm. what you used to do. Exactly. That's kind of how it works. But his stat line is so unique. But that that's a way. To, that's how LeBron remains consistent. True. He's like, I am not going to rely on anybody else. And I am going to go to the finals for eight straight years because I don't need anybody else to do anything. That's a good point. Actually. So I don't need you to step up. I don't need you to step up. I don't need you to step up. You can I play can whatever, and we're going to win. Right. If you lose me, though, then we're done. Yeah. Where the Warriors are like, I Steph Curry needs Durant to play well, and they need Draymond to play mm-hmm. well, and they need Clay to play well. Like they all have to contribute mm-hmm. in some way. And if you run into a big, like you run into a team with three guys, like three, four guys like that, that's what has always yeah. killed him throughout his career. A team that can do that because it's, it's just not even, enough. Even every other team, you look at like a team like the Jazz or like like Donovan Mitchell's got to score twenty, Gobert's got to have five blocks and ten boards, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna win a game. Yep. Like you look at OKC, like Westbrook's got to play well, Paul George's got to play well, Stephen Adams has to have Stephen like Adams has to play a good game, double digit rebounds. Yeah, so like that's kind of and like Harden's one almost toward leading towards LeBron though. Where I agree completely. It's like he doesn't have it in the playoffs like LeBron does, yeah. but and it's the same. Type and that's of why thing. he struggles in the playoffs because yeah. he needs to rely on other people. Where all season it's like Omni score forty, right? And Omni a pass, and Omni a rebound. It's a testament to LeBron that he doesn't struggle in the playoffs. Yeah, so I I think that's what it is, but and it's it's a good and a bad. And I don't think LeBron's ever had, or maybe not able to, have the coach. Like, I thought Luke Walton would maybe be the one that could, like, here's the system, and we're going to run this. Couldn't agree more, but it's not looking But it's never really worked, but I don't know. I don't think it's... Do you think Luke Walton's gone? He's such a bad look for LeBron. Because the thing is, he's known as a coach killer, and he's gotten, what, four or five coaches fired at this point, and he tried to get Spo fired when they first went to Miami, Uh, tried to get Blatt fired, did get Blatt fired. I also think it's kind of like LeBron's ego. It's kind of like over the team, like, oh, LeBron's not playing. He's going to walk in with his wine and kind of have this, like, arrogance. Like, even just watching him, like, sit there, like, he has no yeah, interest. Like, like, he's yeah. like, we're not going to win because I'm not playing. Yeah, it's so like, like he, he kind of, like, breeds that. He kind of loves it. Like, yeah. yeah, you can tell. Yeah, he kind of, like, breeds that, I guess, I mean, not these, confidence. Yeah, all like. these guys are that way. I mean, it makes sense for all professional. Like just Brady would be Brady's gonna sit back and smile if the Patriots go six and ten three yeah. years after he retires. Like you kind of want yeah, it's kind of like the great, Belichick like trading that. Jimmy G. Yeah. Like I'm gonna sit back and watch this guy succeed. Yeah, because I was right. Like you know, although he's almost more happy. Suppose there's reports coming out he's more happy or like he and Brady are getting along games. He's like wow, like okay, yeah, yeah. maybe I don't, Tom doesn't have the upside and stuff, but like. Yeah. Tom's not out with a adult it. film star. Tom's not yeah. screwing around and supposedly Jimmy G was awful in like training camp, like missing passes, like yeah. easy passes and whatnot. Be so. the Hall of Fame, so easy there, Tiger. <laughs> Alright. I guess that wraps it up this week. Sideline yeah. Sports. Make sure you catch us next week. See you.